Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today I got a story time of probably one of the most spoiled kids ever and it's absolutely crazy. So strap in, prepare yourself for this absolute ride of a story. Subscribe if you like stories and let's call today's subscriber who submitted this story, let's call her Mia. So this all happened one day when there was a new kid who was in Mia's neighborhood and like a new family moved into Mia's Mia's neighborhood. God, I can't speak. I kind of just woke up. But anyways, right, uh, Mia and her family, as well as a bunch of other of Mia's friends in the neighborhood and their families were invited to a dinner party at the new family's house, kind of like the new kid and their family, just to kind of like uh, the, the new family wanted to meet all the new parents and they wanted their son to meet all the new kids. And instead of giving the son a name, no, you know what, we're gonna give him a name. We're gonna call him Ben, which is kind of a meme on the channel because I use that for whenever I need to come up with a name on the fly. So anyways, the new kid is Ben. And Ben also happens to be the spoiled kid in the title and the thumbnail, but uh, anyways, right, Let's just jump to the day. So Mia is in the car with her parents. It's a Friday night and they're driving over to Ben's new place, right? And, uh, you know, Mia's parents are like, all right, Mia, you know, Ben is new here. So please be like really good about making sure that, you know, you're including him. And even though all your friends are going to be over at this dinner party, it's at Ben's house. And the whole point of it is for Ben to feel welcome. So please, please do not like exclude him. Do not ignore him. And in fact, be proactive in making sure he's like part of stuff. And Mia was like, yeah, all right, mom, all right, dad. Like, I get it. I understand. Like, whatever. I will be. Don't worry. You know, I'm a good kid like that. And they're like, we know Mia. We just want to make sure. So sure enough, they pull up to Ben's house. And oh my God, it is like the fanciest house in the entire neighborhood. I mean, this thing has a massive garden with beautiful, like a massive yard with beautiful gardens. The store, the house has like three plus stories to it. There's all these like intricate windows and statues and everything. And Mia's parents were like, oh my God, like we, we, we got the directions to this place, but we didn't realize it was this place because that was kind of always known as like the super expensive fancy house in the neighborhood. And it was always kind of changing hands from random people. And finally they were like, oh wow, well, you know, this will be cool to actually know someone who lives in this place. Uh, I heard this place has a pool. And, you know, Mia's mom quickly turned to Mia and say, please don't say anything to, like, to Ben saying that we want to, like, be friends with him because of his pool. That's not true. Mia, please. Mia's like, all right, no, mom, I get it. I get it. You just said that. It's fine. It's whatever. So anyways, right, they park in the street and they walk up and, you know, they're greeted at the door and it is presumed. 
presumably Ben's parents, it is Ben's parents, by the way, they were like, oh, Mrs. and Mrs. Mia, Mr. and Mrs. Mia's last name, uh, they, welcome to the house, and Mia's mom is like, oh, you can just call me, and she says her first name or whatever, and they they talk a little bit, and, you know, Mia walks in, and Ben's parents are like, oh, Mia, like, uh, Ben and all of your other friends are over in that room, and she points up the stairs, and it's very clearly, like, a, a bedroom or whatever, so Mia's like, oh, okay, and, uh, Mia then goes ahead and runs up the stairs. We're gonna have a little weird perspective change, but basically, right, Mia only really hangs out with Ben and his friends until dinner time, and Mia's parents only really hang out with Ben's parents and their parents. So I'm gonna give the perspective of Mia's parents for like the next minute or so. Mia learned about this perspective on their drive home from probably the craziest night they've ever had. So basically, right, uh, Mia's parents and Ben's parents meet up with all the other parents, and, they're, and Ben's parents are like, oh, everyone, I'm so glad you're here. We just wanted to show you around the house. And basically for the next like hour or so, because it's about an hour before dinner time, right? Uh, you know, Ben's parents are basically showing off their new house and not in like a, cause you know, when someone comes over and shows you your house or whatever, but uh, Ben's parents were using like, oh, and this is a insert, like whatever this is, this cost us $2,000. This cost us $7,000. So basically it was a one hour long flex session to see how many Supreme bricks one has or whatever, right? Uh, but yeah, so uh, Mia's parents were starting to realize right away that, well, let's not judge them by, let's not give this first impression like too much waiting because it was a very bad first impression. Basically Mia's parents and all the other parents of the kids in the neighborhood were led around by Ben's parents in their house showing off all the expensive things that they own. Uh, tip if when you guys become, if you become parents and you're meeting new parents, don't flex your Supreme Bricks right away. Give it at least till the second date, dude. But anyway, skipping ahead to Mia's POV, Mia heads up the stairs and she hears a lot of commotion in this room and she opens the door and she's assuming it's Ben's uh, bedroom or whatever. And she opens up the door, man, and it is the most well, in her own words, right? The most awesomest or is the coolest awesomeness. Awesomest is not a word. So it is the coolest, most extravagant, most just whatever bedroom you could imagine if you could have literally whatever you wanted in your bedroom, this was the bedroom. And it was for a guy. So it was like, it was painted blue and there was like stars. I mean, anyone can like the color blue. I'm, I'm just saying, don't cancel me guys, please. But anyways, what I'm trying to say is, is it was an incredibly extravagant room and Mia was like, wow. You know, she walks in and Ben is like, hey, like, what's up? Like, uh, your name is, and Mia's like, my name's Mia. And Ben's like, ah, oh, Mia, nice to meet you. I'm Ben. I mean, this is my house. You guys came over. You probably know that I'm Ben. Haha, <laughs> whatever. And all the other kids are kind of standing around and all the other kids are pretty mesmerized. Ben's like, you know... I just want to show you around the room a little bit. And Ben starts doing exactly what his parents are doing, but Mia has no idea that Ben's doing what his parents are doing until Mia's parents tell her about what Ben's parents did on the ride back. But anyway, anyways, right, you know, Ben starts going around, oh, look at this Lego starship. Like, this is the Death Star, the OG one. So this retails for like $500. Goes over here, you see this beanbag? No, 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 it's not your ordinary standard beanbag chair you'd see in a school or something. This one has nanotech fiber, uh, insert lame stuff that doesn't actually do anything. And it goes for $1,500. And a lot of the kids are like, whoa. But Mia's kind of just like, mm whatever, man. In her head, she's like, bro, telling me the price of these things, it doesn't necessarily impress me. Like, cool, you got cool stuff. 
are you a cool dude? Would I want to hang out with you? Because, you know, if I'm not, (laughs) you're not your stuff, bro. At the end of the day, you're not your stuff. And you're definitely not the price tag of your stuff. The price tag is like, there is no price tag to you. It's just like, what is your coolness points? Uh, Okay. You know what I'm trying to say, right? But anyways, right, you know, Ben is leading them around and Mia notices something. And here's the thing. Mia admits that this was a bit questionable. In fact, she probably should not have done this at all, but it did reveal a lot of important information about Ben as a character. So while Mia was looking around the room, she noticed that the drawer that was next to Ben's desk was half open. And in that drawer, there was something that was clearly labeled Ben's diary. Guys, please, a little disclaimer. Do not look at your friend's diaries or even your enemies, which Ben might be after this story, right? Do not look at their diaries, right? Just, just don't do it. But anyways, for this after, I gave the disclaimer. So Mia was like, in her head, she's like, all right, I want to learn about the psychology of this dude. I want to know what he wrote about us. Because assuming that he's doing this daily, he wrote about something. And maybe he's nervous. Maybe he's putting out a front or whatever. Mia was like, you know what? I want to learn the psychology of this guy. So don't do this. But anyways, right, Ben was like, all right, guys. Well, I want to show you the, like the outdoors in my house, like, we got a super cool backyard, we can definitely do some, like, Nerf gun stuff later, if you want to go in the pool someday this summer, like, I got a really cool pool or whatever, and all the kids are like, whoa, dude, yeah, that sounds great, and so everyone starts walking out, and Mia looks at Ben, and is like, hey, Ben, do you have a bathroom around here, and Ben's like, yeah, like, and then he points right outside, and sure enough, around the corner is a bathroom. So Mia's like, oh, I'll meet you guys out there. I'm just going to go to the bathroom. Ben's like, ah, sweet, cool. And sure enough, you know, Ben and all the other kids, they go out outside, and Ben is showing off all the cool, super expensive water gear he has. He's like, in this, like, is a supercharged sonic sauna, whatever, that goes for $3,000, and everyone's like, But anyways, in the meantime, Mia is quote-unquote going to the bathroom, which basically means sitting in the bathroom and waiting for them all to leave. And after they've all left, Mia quickly like walks out, goes into Ben's room very sneakily, walks over, makes sure that she's not in line with any of the windows that do point outside, slowly opens up the desk, looks back and forth once again, and opens up Ben's diary, flips it open to the page. Remember, I don't condone this. However, Mia finds something very Very, very interesting. Real quick, comment spoiled down below and I will try and heart your comment because spoiled is the secret word of the day. And also, we're on a road to 600,000 subscribers and we're getting there very quickly. And if you want to support the channel, the two best ways of doing that are either one, binge watching a bunch of my videos just by looking at the playlist or whatever. And two, if you have a friend that might like the channel, ask them to subscribe and watch videos. If you do either of these things, please let me know down below. And I'm also definitely not wink wink telling you to put on playlists of my video, put it down to 1% volume while you're sleeping or doing something. Wink, wink. I'm totally not saying not to not do that. Wink. Anyways, back to the story. So remember, up to this point, right, uh, Ben and all the other kids have left the room and Mia was in, quote unquote, the bathroom. But the only reason she went to the bathroom was so that she could stay behind and look in Ben's diary. Remember, I don't condone this. But let's at least say, let's at least see what Ben wrote because of that, it is actually quite interesting. So Mia opens up the, you know, the diary and she does have a little bit of a, like a pang of guilt, just a little bit, like a little kind of twitch in her stomach, like maybe I shouldn't do this. And also if I get caught, it's going to be really bad looks. But anyways, Mia opens it up and she finds something absolutely shocking, absolutely crazy, but it also didn't completely like, I don't know, 
It's not as if she didn't expect this knowing Ben, but it was just like, wow, dude, seriously? So the, di the diary, diary, diary entry read something about like this. Oh, today, you know, is one of my first, like, is the second week of me being here in uh, Crapsville. Everything is so poor and dirty around here, and I hate it. Today, my parents are forcing me to entertain the peasants, the ones that are a class lower than me, if not a million classes lower than me, because I am in the highest class possible. Today, the peasants will be able to be entertained by me and my parents, and we will show them off the finer things in life which they will never have access to. Hopefully, I'm not so emotionally drained by the peasantry by the end of the day that I shall faint midway. Anyways, best. And then he signs it Ben, which I don't know about you, but, you know, I've had journals and diaries. I've never signed it like Connor, like Connor said this. Obviously, I did, bro. I wrote it. But anyways, Mia's just like, oh, God, I, I knew this kid was a little bit like, you know, disconnected from reality in a sense. Like he lived in his own bubble. But oh, my God, this isn't his own bubble. This is his own multiverse, bro. He's not even in my universe right now. He's just beamed on through some kind of technology. This is crazy. So Mia decided that it would still be a pretty big breach of privacy. Or I mean, already what she was doing was a bit of a breach of privacy. But Mia thought that it would be really morally questionable if she, like, ripped out the page of the diary and showed everyone. She decided, you know, these are his inner thoughts, and as long as he doesn't act on them fine, but also Mia's going to take this knowledge and this information into consideration and uh, kind of just really like solidify the idea that, yeah, no, they're, they're probably not going to be friends. And uh, sure enough, let's, uh, you know, Mia goes down and goes outside and eventually finds Ben and all of her friends. And Ben is still going around trying to impress everybody, which now Mia knows that he's just trying to amuse the peasantry, quote unquote, right? Uh, but anyways, you know, Mia heads out there and it's like, you know what? I'm just going to look at all the cool stuff. Maybe I can use some of the cool stuff. And I'm sure dinner is going to be great. They're going to spend a lot of money on it. This night will be fine, but no, I'm not going to be friends with Ben long term. However, right, uh, Mia didn't need to expose Ben for him to because because Ben, as you'll see pretty soon, is about to expose himself. But anyways, let's skip ahead to the dinner. So anyways, uh, Ben's parents are like, all right, guys, rings this little dinner bell. It is dinner time. And all the parents shuffle in and also Mia and all the other kids shuffle in as well. And sure enough, they all sit down and they see super fine silverware and they have salad forks. Oh God, if you have salad forks, bro, get out of here. I'm, I'm just, I'm playing, I'm playing. But anyways, right, it's like a extravagant tapestry cloth thing that they're sitting on and they have ornate, beautiful chairs that are extremely comfortable. And Ben's dad walks in with a big plate. He's like, all right, I got the finest roast available. And he puts it down. And sure enough, right, they bring out all the other condiments. Like, so you got some mashed potatoes. You, you know how it is, right? It's like a big, almost like a Thanksgiving meal, but with like, instead of turkey, it was like some kind of steak roast or something, some kind of beef roast. And uh, sure enough, right, it was a fantastic meal, according to Mia. She was like, you know what? This makes my night. Even if everything else sucks, like this was worth it. Oh my God, this is so good. And you can see Ben was kind of playing with his food because this is the stuff he got all the time. And Ben was like, eh, whatever, right? Ben would like eat a little bit and then go on his phone, play some like video games or something, uh, go on his iPad and play Minecraft. I don't know what he was doing, but he was just kind of obviously not grateful for what he had. And uh, sure enough, at one point, like Mia was watching Ben and she noticed that, you know, Ben was kind of, uh, Ben was like, kind of like, uh, kind of, oh, as if he was sick or something, as if he was coming down with like some kind of flu. And Ben like 
looks over at his mom and dad, or looks over at his mom. His dad's going to sit here for the entire time. It's like, Mom, can I talk to you in the other room, please? And, you know, Ben's mom is like, what is it, Ben? And Ben's mom's like, Mom, please. And Ben's mom's like, fine, very quickly. So Ben and Ben's mom get up to walk into the other room. And let me just set the stage for you, because this is where things about, they just go absolutely nuts, right? Ben's dad is sitting at the dinner table just eating food, right? All the other parents of all the other kids, as well as all the kids, are sitting at the dinner table, including Mia and her parents. They're all sitting there. Ben and his mom have left to go to the other room to talk, right? And I don't. Th- I think since they're so new to the house, they weren't 100% aware of how the dynamics of the sound worked in this house because they were speaking pretty loudly as and kind of as, I think they assumed that like they just weren't heard at all because if they knew that they were heard they would have not said anything Ben would have at least not said what he said and his mom would have not responded how she responded so let me actually tell you what he said so anyways you know Mia is sitting at the table with her parents and you know she's sitting there and she's like like whatever like this is so good but i'm also like i'm not trying to be here long term with this guy and that's when you know because they're all pretty quiet the conversation died down in an, an unfortunate time for ben because you know it's pretty quiet at the moment and sure enough uh they listen in and they hear ben go mom do i have to continue to like entertain these peasants anymore they're all just so poor and out of my league and at this point, like, everyone just, like, stops eating. Like, even the people chewing mid-chew just stop chewing for a second. And they listen in. And Ben's dad freezes because he's sitting there and he's listening. He's like, oh, no, the walls are thinner than we thought. No. And then Ben's mom goes on to, they're very nice people, even if they are poor and dirty and smell bad. And everyone looks at each other like, hey, yo, dude, like, that's not cool. Like, we might be, we might be dirty and smell bad, but you can't say that. No, I was kidding. They were smelling fine. They were looking fine, right? And, you know, Ben is like, but I don't want to hang out with people who don't have money anymore. In the last place we lived, everyone I knew had money and we all were the same. And I just, it's just so hard, mom. And and you could hear like Ben's mom being like, oh, honey, don't worry about it. We're going to find you plenty of rich friends. Just give us a second. And Ben's like, but mom, it's, (laughs) and eventually Ben's mom's like, all right, well, we're going to go back in there and I need you to make sure that, you know, you're not crying, you're looking fine and they can't hear a word of this. Little did Ben and Ben's mom know that they didn't hear just a word of it. They heard the whole sentence. They heard the whole paragraph, all the punctuation, all the words. They heard all of it, man. They heard all of it. Not not a question about it. And so Ben's dad is just sitting there, just like no expression. Because he's probably very deep in thought of like, how on earth do I get my son and my wife and myself out of this mess? So all the parents start looking at each other and all the kids start looking at their parents and each other. And everyone is kind of just like making eye contact and trying to communicate without saying anything because Ben's dad is right there. And, you know, while, you know, it's probably on him it very much is on him, they're not trying to say anything in front of him. And, uh, you know, Ben and Ben's mom walk back into the room and Ben's mom's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, Ben just has a little bit of a cold and I was just like, I was getting him some cold medicine. And Mia's mom was like, oh, so that's what happened. And Ben's mom was like kind of taken aback, like, what? 
And she's like, yeah, yeah. And, and Ben's mom, because remember, Ben's mom has no idea that they heard everything. And the Ben's dad knows this. So Ben's dad kind of gets up and says, oh, like, honey, I need some help in the kitchen. And, you know, Ben's mom's like, well, honey, are you sure you need help? Because I left our guests for quite a while. I don't think it would be polite for all of us to leave our guests. And Ben's dad's like, honey, I need help in the kitchen. And she's like, oh, okay. So she gets up and she walks in. And presumably Ben's dad tells Ben's mom that, you know, uh, that she's an idiot. And she was shouting that they were all poor pet. No, no, she said that, like, Basically that, like, yeah, we heard everything. The walls are much thinner than we thought. And in the meantime, all the parents start, because the only person left there is Ben, who's just on his phone or whatever. The parents kind of look at each other and are like, hey, I think we should go. Like, yeah, we definitely got to get out of here. And so when Ben's mom and Ben's dad walk in, the look on Ben's mom's face is, is this a pure shock of just like, oh, God, they know. And everyone there is like, Hey, this is this food has been so good. You're thank you so much for having us over. Yeah, they didn't actually feel that way, but whatever. They're like, thank you so much for having us over. This food is so good, but we forgot that, you know, we have this at X or whatever. And then someone says, Oh, and I forgot that little Jimmy over here has a piano recital tomorrow, very early on. And basically the, every single family goes down the line and rattles out the most generic excuse. And Ben's parents are like, okay. Because Ben's parents both know exactly what's going on, and they're not going to fight it. They're like, well, we would love to have you guys over again at some point. We'll definitely have to do something. You know how parents always say this? Yeah. And uh, Mia's parents didn't even come up with an excuse. Mia's mom's like, yeah, we got to go. And Ben's parents are like, all right, that's fine. We get it. So anyways, they get in the car. They all leave. And uh, Mia and her parents, you know, they, go, they hop into the car. And Mia's mom starts speaking like, you know, Mia, this is why, like, you know, we don't want you to, like, this is why money can corrupt you. There's a lot of great people. You know your uncle who's super rich, and you know how he's so nice and how he's an actual person. Mia, if you grow up and be a doctor or get a lot of money somehow, right, you know you don't have to turn out like these people. You really don't. And Mia's like, don't worry, mom. Like, I'm not. Don't worry. I could be a bajillionaire, and I'll never act like these people. This is also when Mia's parents explain what, you know, uh, Ben's parents did the entire time, which is basically this flex the entire time. And Mia also admitted, like, hey, mom, I did something probably not that good, but I think it's interesting. And she told, you know, their parent or her parents about how she read the diary. Mia's mom's like, Mia, never read someone's diary, but oh my God, is that fitting? And then she starts laughing, and the dad is like, you know what? Mia, you don't have to be friends with the new kid. You know what? Thank you for being polite tonight, but that that's the only, that's the last time you need to be polite to him. And with that being said, they went home and they all watched a nice movie together. Yeah. And uh, Mia really just never interacted with the new kid that much. And uh, yeah, Ben, the rich kid, he probably, I think he ended up moving. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, it, he ended up moving within six months and someone else moved in who was like an old couple who didn't really talk to them or whatever. So yeah, end of story. Nice. Bye a great day because today I have a story of probably the most spoiled brat I have ever told on the channel and I've told plenty of spoiled brat stories on this channel but this kid might be the most spoiled and the worst so yeah sit back relax subscribe if you're new we're gonna call today's subscriber who submitted the story we're gonna call him Lucas so this all started one day when Lucas was in seventh grade and he was riding the bus and it was the first day of school so you know he knew everyone in school you know they've been going to the same school for like the last six years or whatever and Lucas was on the bus with his friend uh, you know they were talking about you know they were excited for the beginning of seventh grade they were excited to see their new teachers to see everything to basically they were excited to start the new school year and so they pull up 
And, you know, they're walking out, and that's when they see this car pull up. It is a black Mercedes car. It is like one of the fancier models. Probably goes for a couple hundred thousand dollars. Lucas doesn't know this at the time, but Lucas knows that this is a nice car. So this really, really fancy, expensive car pulls up. And, you know, the, the door opens, and this kid walks out. And it's this kid that Lucas doesn't recognize. And it's because this kid is new to the school. And so this kid walks out. He's in these, like, newly pressed linen shirt. He has these, like, pants on. He's got, like, a really slick backpack. His haircut is, like, pristine. He's got new, like, whatever, super fancy shoes on or whatever. And he walks out and he walks into school. So Lucas, you know, his first class period is English, and he sits down. And, you know, the teacher's like, hey, everyone, welcome back from summer. I just want to quickly introduce our new student. And they point to the student and says, hey, can you introduce yourself? And so the student stands up and says, hey, everyone, my name is Ben. Uh, I'm new to this town. Uh, I used to live, you know, a couple, you know, a couple whatever uh, miles that way. But, you know, my mom had to move because my dad had a super sick job that just had us forced us to move. And, yeah. I'm going to be with you guys for the rest for the next couple years. So, uh, yeah, my name's uh, Ben. Nice to meet you guys. And, yeah. And the teacher's like, okay, Ben, that was great. And Ben sits down. And Lucas, who's in this class, is kind of just thinking to himself, okay, well, this kid sounds like kind of like a jerk, but maybe he just had a really bad first impression. I'm not going to judge him on that. So anyways, they're wait, uh, school, you know, the school bell rings and they go outside and they're kind of waiting to be picked up. So Lucas is picked up on the bus, which the bus comes like 10 minutes after school. And Ben is waiting for his super like sick Mercedes car or whatever to pull up. And so Ben actually approaches Lucas. And he's like, what's good, man? And Lucas is like, hey, how's it going? Welcome to the school. How's your stay been, basically? And, you know, Ben's like, it's all right here. It's all right. Uh, he's, and then Ben's like, so... What car are you being picked up in? And Lucas was like, uh, well, I don't, I don't actually get picked up. I, I ride the bus. And Ben's like, what? Uh, okay, well, uh, what car does your mom drive? And, you know, Lucas, he doesn't know, but it's not the most expensive car ever because, you know, his family's, his family's not doing so hot right now financially. It's things like this happen. So he's like, uh, I don't know. And Lucas is like, you don't know? Well, it can't be a good car if you don't know. My mom is driving a Mercedes S-Class, or I don't know. I, I'm not into cars. But anyway, she's driving, like, $200,000 Mercedes. It's about to pull up. Oh, there she is right now. And sure enough, the super fancy car pulls up, and the door opens, and, like, this kind of, like, blonde woman with probably about $100,000 worth of plastic surgery and these, like, big, really big black sunglasses leans out the, you know, the uh, the driver's side uh, seat and, like, looks out the window. It's like, Ben, oh, hey there, and looks at Lucas, and Lucas kind of waves timidly. She's like, Ben, you've already made new friends. Oh, ben, this is so great. And Ben's like, whatever, Mom. Bye, dude. And Ben gets in the car, and they drive off. And another kid, one of Lucas's friends, walks up to Lucas after Ben and his mom drive away, and his one of uh, and Lucas's friend is like, "Dude, that guy's kind of a jerk." And Lucas is like, "Yeah, um, he kind of asked me what car my mom drove, and then when I said I don't know, he says, well, it's probably a poor car <laughs> if you don't know.' And then he said how much his parents' cars car cost, and then he got in and he drove away. And Lucas's friend's like, "Yeah, this guy's a this guy's a." 
this guy's a pee-pee. Uh, they're in seventh grade, man. Maybe they said something worse, but I don't know. I'm trying to keep ads on this video. YouTube, don't thunderbolt me, please. Anyways, right, so the next day rolls around, and Lucas is kind of like, all right, well, me and Ben, we're not going to be boys. We're not going to be super tight. We're not going to be hanging out that much. But you know what? Fine. He can exist. I can exist. We will coexist, right? We just won't interact with each other that much. And that is totally okay. So they go to lunch, and they're sitting down. And Lucas is sitting with some of his friends. However, this is a pretty big table so that there's a lot of open seats. And Ben walks in, and Ben kind of has a posse of kids behind him. Ben kind of has this like aura, like this aura of confidence, and people know that you know he's got a lot of money too. So for some reason, that just immediately made him popular. So Ben was walking in, and imagine him strutting in. So he's got his chest out, his arms are kind of waving back and forth a little bit. Ben is strutting into the cafeteria with his like army of little minions behind him, and Lucas looks over. He's like, "What?" and Almost every other table was full, so Ben and his minions, I'm going to call them that, Ben and his minions, they sit down at the table, and they're all, they already start talking, and Lucas and his friends were talking about how much they didn't like Ben, but were just going to like, whatever. So it's kind of like, they all kind of look at each other when Ben and his friends sit down. They're all kind of like, uh, okay. So anyways, right, you know, Ben looks over and says, what do you boys have for lunch today? And, you know, they open it up, and... Uh, I, Lucas has like, well, I got a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And Ben was like, <laughs> I mean, nice, dude. And Lucas was in his mind. He's like, dude, why? Why, why are you scoffing at that? Like, bro, are, are you serious? Are you serious? And, Lu and Ben was like, yeah, I got a pretty standard lunch today. I got some leftover sushi from last night and also some cold cuts my dad made me on his grill. Do you want to hear about my dad's grill? It went for $5,000. At this point, you know, Lucas is just like, he's zoning out of the conversation. He's trying to turn back to his friends because it's Lucas and his friends and Ben and his minions. They're all sitting at that table. So Lucas is kind of hoping that Ben will start talking primarily to his minions and Lucas can talk, go back and talk to his friends, right? But Ben is not letting that happen because Ben turns around again and says, So, Lucas, tell me about you. What do your parents do for work? Which, first of all, when you say, tell me about you, I, don't you want to know about them? Why does it matter what their parents do for work, bro? But but anyways, right? Lucas is kind of like taken aback. He's like, well, um, I, I don't know. My my dad, uh, my dad, you know, he 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 works a couple jobs. Um, and Lucas is like, what jobs are those? Or Ben is like, what jobs are those, Lucas? And uh, Lucas is like, um, well, I mean, he just works a couple. I mean, he works at this movie theater and. Ben is like, oh, is he the manager? Does he own it? And Lucas is like, no. He just works a concession. But he also works another job. And Lucas and Ben is like, oh. So he's like one of those uh, minimum wage guys. Okay. And Lucas is starting to get a little bit upset because, you know, he doesn't get to see his dad that often. The reason why he doesn't get to see his dad that often is because dad is putting in the work. He's trying to support for his family. Want to make sure that Lucas, you know, has all the amenities he needs to grow up nicely right before he set off into the world. So Lucas is a little bit upset. So he doesn't ask back. He's trying to end this conversation. And Ben's like, oh, do you want to know what my parents do? Okay, I'll tell you anyways. So my dad, my dad, oh, I'm going to call him dad. So my daddy, oh, he, he's a lawyer, but he's not your standard, like, broke-ass lawyer. He's really good. He's really good. 
Luke's just like, don't care, don't care, I just don't care. But all in his head, right? He doesn't want to say this. He's not trying to be a jerk explicitly. And Ben is like, yeah, he makes a lot of money. And he has a lot of crazy clients, like all those big oil companies and tobacco companies. He's like the number one for them. And Lucas and his friends kind of look at each other like, um, why, well, why, are we, why are we outing ourselves as the villain here? Come on now. <laughs> um, but anyways, you know, Ben is like, yeah, my mom, she's just a housewife. So useless, dude. And Lucas is just looking at his friends like, did you just call your mom useless, bro? Who raised you? Let's hope it wasn't her. What? Huh? Well, what's going on? And so Lucas and his friends, Lucas is like, oh, I got, I got to go. And Ben's like, why? Uh, dinner's and uh, lunch isn't over yet. And, you know, Ben's just like, um, well, I, I got to get prepared for a test. And all of his friends were like, yeah, we're in the same class. We got to prepare too. And Ben's like, all right, cool. And so sure enough, um, you know, uh, uh, Lucas and his friends, they get up, they walk out of there. Lucas and his friends don't have a test to prepare for. They just want to get out of there. So sure enough, Lucas and his friends, they're walking out, and they're just like, they start talking to each other once they're out of, like, you know, earshot. They're like, oh, my God, I knew that guy sucked, but that guy really sucks. Oh, my God. <laughs> they, were they, they, were dumb, they were dumbfounded. They had no idea just what happened. They have no idea how to comprehend the conversation they just had. So Lucas and his friends are like, all right, we're going to have to coexist with this guy we we somehow you know what as long as we don't have a class with him we'll be fine and that's when they figured out that he actually moved classes in the next day lucas realized that he had a class with ben went real quick if you made it this far into the video comment spoiled down below i'm gonna try and hard a bunch of comments to say spoiled just to say thank you for just supporting the channel and also if you want to support the channel even more sit down and watch a bunch of videos in a row basically binge watch these videos and let me know in the comment section how you're doing this if you're watching them to go to sleep if you're playing video games if you're drawing art if you're animating if you're I don't know, mining Bitcoin, whatever you're doing in the background, right? Let me know in the comment section and I'll be putting random comments shouting out people who are supporting the channel like these people. Thank you guys so much. Let's get back to the story. This might be the most craziest spoil kid story I've ever told. So Lucas and his friends asked if they were leaving the lunchroom after what just happened, which was crazy. They were like, you know what? At least we don't have a class with him. Two days later, Lucas is sitting in his, last, in his math class. He gets there a little bit early. And the, the worst sight, the worst, the worst visual to cross his eyes ever happened because the door opened and Ben walked through. And Lucas was so confused, but that's when he remembered. It was early on enough in the school year that people can switch math classes. And uh, Ben was in the kind of the, the, the least advanced math class. You know how in some schools they have like accelerated kind of standard and then <laughs> subpar out dude i was in the subpar one sometimes sometimes so i'm not saying that as a diss i've been there but anyways right uh lucas realizes that you know ben was probably self-placed himself and super advanced and then just fell down two rungs of math classes and eventually ended up here and lucas was like oh no 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 no, 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 this can't be, this can't be. It's like when Michael Scott saw that Toby returned. Nah. Anyways, though, Lucas is like, all right, fine. It's math class. It's not like we're going to be collaborating a ton. I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to learn what I need to learn. I'm going to perform well in the tests. I'm going to ignore this Ben kid. I hate this kid. We are not talking, and that's it. 
So about a week later, the math teacher assigned random partners to do a big math project. Lucas was like, a project? In math class? And the partners are randomized? Okay, well, what are the odds that I get bad? Sure enough, the teacher goes in and puts all the names into a random, like, name pair generator website. He's like, all right, first pair, Lucas and Ben. Lucas was just like, God, I know you are testing me, but what have I done? <laughs> Why? What have I done? Anyways, right, Lucas is like, all right, I have to do it with Ben. That is fine. And the teacher's like, all right, probably for this project, the best thing you can do is to work together on the weekends. And, you know, Luke's like, and I have to go to Ben's house now. Oh, my God. So sure enough, Ben goes, comes over. He's like, what's up, bro? Let me get your number. And, you know, Lucas pulls out, you know, his, his phone. And Ben's like, bro, what generation is that? Is that like an iPhone Zero? Lol. This is the, this is the newest iPhone ever. It actually has the most storage possible. And, you know, Lucas is like, that's nice, Ben. That's nice. Ben's like, oh, sorry, I wasn't paying attention to what you said. What's your number again? So Lucas, you know, gives Ben his number. They contact each other. And apparently Ben actually lives like a 10-minute walk. And Lucas is like, fine, I'm just, I'm just going to walk there, whatever. I don't even want my parents. Like, I don't want my mom interacting with his mom. I don't want them to become friends. I want none of this. So on a Saturday, he gets up and he walks 10 minutes down. And he can literally feel the neighborhood getting nicer and nicer with every step he takes. It's ridiculous. He's like, well, so this is apparently the nice part of town. Good to know I live in the bad part. What a lovely day. So Lucas keeps walking over. And eventually, you know, he's getting, he sees this really big, fancy house at the very end of the street. And he's like, well, I don't even have to check my maps. I know for a fact this is, this is Ben's house. So he gets, he walks over and he gets there and he rings the doorbell and he just kind of looks around. It's the most extravagant, exquisite house you have ever seen. It's like the most lavish, insert adjectives of money, basically, right? And uh, sure enough, you know, the door opens and it's, you know, it's Ben's mom, you know, with the $100,000 of plastic surgery, the super, the, 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 still has the sunglasses on inside for some reason, has the big, long, blonde hair. And she's like, oh, Ben, oh, oh, Lucas, I'm so excited for you to come here. Ben, Ben, your friend is here. Shut up, mom. Ben. So anyways, after a bit of yelling, Ben eventually comes down. And it's like, what's up? Let's just crank this math out, dude. Let's get it done with. And so Lucas is like, all right. So they head downstairs to Ben's basement, which the basement is not like a standard basement, which is like wet and cold. It's like fancy and everything. It's great. Got like a thousand flat screen TVs, bars of literal solid gold. Um, maybe, maybe is like an alternative investment, but they go down there, and there's this table. So Lucas has his backpack. He whips out his backpack, and he's like, all right, let's work on this project. And Ben's like, so how much do I need to, how much do I need to pay you to do the whole project for me? And Lucas is like, what? And Ben's like, yeah, can I, can I give you like $5? That's like a ton for you, right? Like wouldn't $5 just like get a whole year's worth of rice and beans for your family to eat, right? And Lucas is like, he is barely keeping it in at this point. He's like, this might be the most insufferable kid I have ever met. And Ben's like, yeah. What, what, what do you want, $6 or something? Seven? Oh, my God. Seven must be crazy. Have you ever, have you ever even seen seven whole dollars in your entire life? I don't think so. At this point, Lucas is like, no way. No, 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 no. This, this is not how it goes. 
This is not how it's going, right? No, no, no. No. This is not this is not what's happening. Lucas is like, Ben, it would be a violation of the honor code for me to do all the work. He said, it's not going to be hard. Just sit down and do it for me. Ben's like, uh, fine, I'll do it. Fine, Ben, or fine, Lucas, whatever, dude. And so sure enough, they sit down, and, you know, Ben's like, you know what, I'm actually not going to do this. I'm going to go play some video games. But my mom knows that I have a project, so you had to come over, and just don't tell her anything. Um, yeah, so if you want to fail this, go ahead and do nothing, right? I don't care about my grades, right? I don't care about my grades, which Ben was kind of bluffing here. But Ben was like, I don't care, right? But I'm not going to do anything. And if you don't do anything, then both of us are getting an F. And I know the grades matter to you, buddy. So either you do something and we both do well, or you don't do anything and we both fail. I feel like it's a pretty, <laughs> I feel like it's pretty, pretty obvious answer here. And Lucas was like, this kid isn't just a jerk. He's evil, right? What? So sure enough, Lucas is like, no. In his head, he's like, you're not getting away with this. I might do this. I'm going to do the work, but you're not getting away with this. So Lucas just sits down at the table and says, fine, Ben. You drive a hard bargain, but fair enough. Don't worry. Lucas did not concede here. This is not the end of it. Don't worry. So Lucas sits down, and after like grinding away for hours, he eventually finishes the project. And Ben the whole time is playing like on his Xbox. He's like, what? Are you done? Cool. See you later. See you tomorrow or see you on Monday in class, buddy. And Lucas gets his stuff. He's like, bye, Ben. Puts his stuff together. Ben's mom's like, oh, come back soon. I, if you want. And, you know, Lucas is like, ah, uh-huh, thank you. Thank you very much. Lucas walks out and he's walking down all the way back to his house. The entire way back, he's like, this is not over. Ben did not win this round. He won, the, he won this battle, but I will win the war here. But exactly how was going to be the hard part? Because Lucas knew that Ben could lie. And like if Lucas like turned him in and said, hey, I did all the work here, Ben could simply say, oh, well, that's a lie. I did the work. Prove it. Prove it if I didn't, right? And it would be really hard. And Lucas was like dealing, was trying to figure that out until it came to him. Ben has no idea what the project is. He has no idea what the continents of, or what is inside of the project. He doesn't know anything about the project. And if Lucas was to turn him in, he would tell the teacher, and the way that you're going to prove it is you're going to ask Ben to say anything about the project. You're going to ask Ben to explain what he contributed to without showing him the project. Because Ben did nothing, and he knows nothing. Ben might be able to weasel his way out if he actually sees the project being, being like, oh, that's totally me. I totally did that part, and that part, and that part. In fact, I did all of it. Like, you know, he wouldn't be able to do that if he never saw the project. And Lucas starts skipping on the... He, he's so excited, he starts skipping on his way back home. He is just full of energy because he has gotten Ben at his own freaking game. So anyways, Monday comes in. And, you know, the teachers, like at the end of class, the teacher's collecting projects. And Ben goes up with a project and, you know, or Lucas goes up with a project. And Ben is like, walks up as well and says, hey, teacher, look at this project. Isn't it so great? And the teacher's like, ah, good job, guys. And so Ben walks back to the, to kind of like walks away, goes to the back of the classroom again. And Lucas kind of like stays up there and whispers to the teacher, hey, uh, c- can you wait a second after, c- 
can we talk after class for a second? The teacher's like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever you want to do. And so when the bell rings, everyone leaves, and then, uh, you know, Lucas and the teacher are here, and Lucas says, hey. And Lucas explains everything that happens. He explains that Ben didn't do the work, but didn't just not do the work. He told him that, like, since he wasn't going to do the work, if he didn't want to fail, Ben ha- uh, Lucas had to do everything. And the teacher's like, wow, like, this is a really serious accusation. Like, not only will he, like, fail, but this is, like, this is part of, like, academic honesty because he said that this was his work. So Lucas says, okay, I know this is a big deal, but I, for you to prove it, just go up to Ben and tell him that, like, exactly what I'm saying and then tell him to prove that he did anything by explaining anything about the project, anything about the project. I am so confident that he didn't do a single thing that if he gets, like, a single part of our presentation correct, besides the cover, then you know what? Fine. He's off the hook and I'm wrong. Even though I'm not, but I'm wrong. He doesn't get punished. And the teacher's like, okay, I'm going to do it. And so he's like, all right, I'm actually going to go to the, I know exactly what class that uh, Ben is in right now. I'm going to go pull him out of it because this is serious enough. And uh, yeah, all right, Lucas, I will keep you updated. So anyways, Lucas goes to his next class and he's barely able, right? He's barely able to focus because the only thing he can think about right now is, oh my God, he's like not interrogating Ben, but he's trying to, he's like, He's asking Ben, is Ben going to like, did Ben actually, did, did Ben like figure out something about the project? I really went on a limb saying he won't know anything. Like what if he just knows one single thing? What if he looked over and just remembers something like, oh my God. And he's going to know that I ratted him out. He's going to make my life terrible if things, oh my God, like if this doesn't work. And so after this class ends, he's walking, Lucas is walking to his next class. And that's when he sees his math teacher walking by. And his math teacher's like, oh, Lucas, can I talk to you for a second? And Lucas's heart just drops because he knows that this, this right here, this is the moment. Like if something's going to happen, it's going to happen now. So Lucas walks over and they both walk over to like an empty classroom and they walk in. And the math teacher's like, hey, Lucas, so I just want to tell you, I talked with Ben and I told him what, what you said to me. And he denied everything. He denied every detail. And in fact, he said that you were the one who was slacking and knew that you were slacking and didn't put in equal work. So you wanted to cover it up. And you told him that, you know, that you were thinking of like lying or something like that. And Lucas is like, what? And the teacher's like, I I don't know. He explained it kind of weirdly. But at that point, it was a he said, she said. So it was a draw. And Lucas was like, no. And then the teacher's like, well, At that point, it was a drop, but then I decided that I was going to go along with your kind of theory of asking him to prove anything, which he said he did most of the work, so that wouldn't be a problem, right? Lucas is like, correct, if he did stuff. And the teacher's like, okay, so yeah, and I went to him and I asked him, I said, hey, tell me what you did in the project. And Ben replied, oh, let me see the project and I'll point it out. And I told Ben that... No, I'm trying to test if you actually know anything about the project, because if you did it, you certainly should. And while Ben said a lot of words and he made a lot of sounds and he did a lot of movements, Ben didn't tell me one single thing about the project. And I realized that what you were saying was 100% accurate. Ben is not only failing this assignment, but, you know, we've sent him to the deans for, you know, plagiarism and academic honesty. And this will be pretty severe on his record. Thank you for thank you for letting us know. And at this point, right, Lucas knew, Lucas knew that he won. Finally, after all this work, 
But Lucas also knew another thing. Ben wasn't getting expelled. He wasn't getting kicked out. And while Lucas did a pretty big damaging blow, Ben would surely, surely return. How's it going, everyone? I hope you're having a great day, because today we have the story of probably one of the most spoiled kids ever, so sit back, relax, maybe get comfortable, subscribe to the channel if you are new, and we're gonna just jump right into it and call the subscriber Andrew. So this all happened when Andrew was about in, like, I think, like, fifth grade or so, and there was a new kid who moved into his neighborhood. And this was over the summer, so Andrew has not met this kid yet, as he would probably meet him next year or when school started in the fall, but the new kid's mom re got on Facebook and connected with all the other Facebook moms in the neighborhood and was kind of just reaching out to them being like, hey, you know, my son is new to the neighborhood. He's going to be starting school in the fall and I really want him to have a good time. Can, can he like meet some of you guys or whatever? So one night, one like summer night or whatever, Andrew's mom arranged that Andrew and her would go over to the new kid's house and so Andrew can meet the new kid and they can become friendly before school starts. And also so Andrew can meet the mom as well. Uh, anyway, so that night, you know, rolls around and, you know, they get into the car and they drive over. And, you know, Andrew is talking to his mom. He's like, Mom, I don't think I've ever been to this part of the neighborhood. And Mom's like, well, this is a very special part of the neighborhood as they approach a gate. Basically, this was like the gated community part. And a lot of times, gated communities are kind of like places and neighborhoods that are like protected by like a gate that goes all around them. And it normally costs a lot of money and the houses in there are a lot. A lot of people enter the gated communities just because they have a lot of money and they don't want people coming in or whatever. So this is the first time Andrew has ever been to this part. And he's like, wow, like I've never been to a place like this. And Andrew's mom is like, yeah, Andrew, it's probably gonna be a pretty nice house too. So, you know, have fun over there or whatever. So they get to the gate and Andrew calls up, uh, Ben, that is the name, but I'm, if we're doing names, Ben is the name of the spoiled kid who lives at this house. Andrew's mom calls up Ben's mom, and, you know, Ben's mom's like, oh, yes, the, the, the code for us is, like, 4772 or something like that. So she enters that in, the gate opens up, they go through, and they're going down, and Andrew's just looking out the window at all of these spectacular houses. And it's just like, oh, my God, like, I never knew that this part of the neighborhood actually existed. So eventually they pull up to Ben's house, and it is a wonderful house. It is a obviously a quite expensive house too. They pull up, they, you know, pull into the driveway, they get out. Andrew and Andrew's mom walk up and Andrew's like, oh my God, this house is insane. And Andrew's mom's like, I know, but don't say anything like that when you get there. And Andrew's like, I know, mom. They get up, they knock on the door and Ben's mom greets it. It's like, oh my God, hello there, guys. You know how moms greet each other. Hello. And Andrew's mom's like, hi there. And gives like a little hug or whatever. And, uh, you know, Ben's mom's like, well, uh, Ben is upstairs. I told him to come down, but he's in the middle of one of those video games. You know how it is. And they both laugh. And Andrew's like, what? And, and, and Ben's mom's like, well, Andrew, just, just run up there. Run up into Ben's room. He'll say hello. So, you know, Andrew's like, all right. Andrew goes up, kind of goes up the stairs, knocks on the door. It's like, yo, what's up? And you can hear Ben be like, like, go away, mom. And Andrew's like, hey, it's not your mom. And you just hear like a silence. And then you hear, open the door. And so, you know, Andrew opens the door, walks in. And Ben is in the middle of like, I don't know, like a Fortnite game or something. He's playing some game and he's completely like occupied. He's like, hello there. Uh, what was your name? Andrew's like, Andrew. Ah, Andrew. Hello. Um, I I'm pretty busy right now. So feel free to just take a seat on my bed. 
actually, no. Can, can you stand? Can you stand? Is that okay? Andrew's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's fine. That's fine, I guess. And so Ben is just going away, playing his, like, Fortnite or whatever, and Andrew can hear the two moms downstairs laughing at something that probably wasn't that funny that the other one said, but you already know how it goes. But anyways, eventually, you know, Ben, you know, he loses. He's like, boom, slams his fist on the table. He's like, God damn it. And he turns around. He's like, yo, what's up? Hey, sorry. Weird introduction. My name's Ben. What's your name? And Andrew's like, I just said that, but he doesn't say that. He's like, ah, my name's Andrew. And then Ben's like, well, uh, don't expect me to remember that. I might have to ask again. And Andrew in his head is like, dude, well, I'm coming to your house because you wanted to meet people. Are you serious? But anyways, right? Andrew just kind of like bites his tongue and is like, all right, whatever. So, and Andrew's like, so what do you like to do? And, uh, you know, Ben's like, I don't know. I like to play Fortnite. I like to take my, uh, my parents' cars for a spin. What cars do your parents have? And Ben's like, oh, no, no, don't even tell me. Let's go to the window now. So Ben leads him to a window that looks outside, that, like, looks out at the cars because he's looking at the car that was parked. And Ben is like, oh, that's so sad. That's so sad. I don't even know what kind of car that is. And trust me, trust me, if it was a nice car, I would have known. And Andrew in his head is like, oh, my God. This kid probably had to leave the old place he was living because he, he burned all the bridges with anyone he could have been friends with. Oh, my God. And Andrew's like, well, um, yeah, it works. It's a car. It got me from my house to here, so it, it functions. And Ben's like, well, I guess kind of. I'm surprised it isn't falling apart right now. Like, when's the last time you get that checked for, like, raccoons living in there? Oh, my God. And Andrew's just, like, looking at him like, what? And Ben's like, come, come here, come here. They walk downstairs, and Andrew and Ben's mom's like, oh, look at those two. They're already becoming such great friends. No, 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 they weren't. But, but anyways, right, Ben leads them out, and he's like, all right, man, come over here. He brings them to, like, behind, like, the backyard of his house, and it, it, it's a pretty crazy house. Like, there's a massive backyard, and then there's this garage, and it's a car garage. So Ben's like, take a look at this, and he takes out this, like, clicker, and he clicks it, and then, like, this garage door starts to open, and there are four freaking cars back there, and it's, like, Mercedes S-Class, Aston Martin, it's, like, the fanciest freaking cars on planet Earth, and Ben's like, look at these babies, like, these are insane, these are all my dad's cars, like, my mom has this, like, stupid G-Wagon or whatever, but these cars, these are how you get all the women, bro, and Andrew's like, okay, and Ben's like, yeah, these cars go for at least $200,000 each at auction. Unlike most cars that depreciate and fall apart, these actually age like fine wine. I don't know how, but that's what my dad said. And Andrew's like, Andrew, do not beat this kid up. Do not beat him up. He deserves a punch in the face, but don't do it. Don't do it, Andrew. Don't do it. And Andrew's like, so cool. And Ben's like, of course it's cool. It's awesome. My cars are awesome. There's not even a question. There's not even a doubt in my mind that they are the best cars ever. Oh, want to take a look at your car again? And Andrew's like, nah, I think we took a, a, good, a, a good enough look. Anything else you want to do? And Ben's like, ah, I don't know. Let's just go back upstairs, I guess. So they walk back upstairs. And Andrew, as he's passing his mom, Andrew's mom looks over. And Andrew makes his face of like, 
like kind of like does that like you know that like you take your hand you kind of like make a quick movement next to your neck like nah 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 like is it not good bro and andrew's mom kind of gives him this look of like keep going like doesn't matter let's shut up shut up and andrew's like okay fine i'm not getting saved from this i just got to deal with this kid so anyways ben's like so do you want to see my third floor and andrew's like you have a third floor to your house he's like yeah we actually have a fourth floor too but let me show you the third floor of the house and he opens it he goes up these stairs and they walk up and it is the most insane thing ever every game every toy every everything is on that floor it is the most insane thing ever there's air hockey there's a bolt like a mini bowling thing there's a mini golf thing it is ridiculous and, and Andrew's like, oh my god, dude, this is insane. And Ben's like, I don't know, my last house was actually even cooler. This is such a downgrade. Like, this honestly sucks. This sucks so bad. I don't know why I'm showing it to you. Maybe so that you could pity me or something. And Andrew's like, pity you? Like, this is the coolest thing ever. Like, you gotta, I love air hockey. And he starts, like, going on there and start, turns it on, starts beating it. And Andrew, Ben's like, turn that off. And Andrew's like, oh, okay. Ben's like, sorry, I just don't want it to get scratched up. And Andrew's head, he's like, you don't want your air hockey set to get scratched up. You don't, I, I, you don't want to use, you don't want to use the toy that's fun. The only reason this is fun is if you use it, but whatever, right? Anyways, Andrew's like, okay, fine. It's his house. It's his rules, whatever. Sure enough, they walk around and this is when, you know, Ben is like, so... Did I ever show you my watch collection? Oh, by the way, what watch are you wearing? And he looks at Andrew's wrist, and bro, Andrew wasn't wearing a watch. And Ben's like, oh, that's so sad. Okay, come come with me. And once again, Andrew in his head is like, Andrew, don't punch this guy in the face. This guy probably has fancy lawyers, and you will be even more broke than you are now. Andrew, for the love of God, do not punch this guy in the face. I know you want to, but for the love of God, he will take all the money from you, and buy another stupid watch. And so they walk over, and, you know, Ben's like, so, you see this one? This one I got for my 13th birthday, a Rolex. And Andrew's like, okay, that's nice, 13-year-old kid with a Rolex. That's normal. And he's like, and this is a, uh," and then goes on and says other fancy watches. And Andrew doesn't know. Andrew knows what a Rolex is because they advertise everywhere, and they're known for being fancy. Then he lists off a bunch of other watches, and Ben's like, do you know what this watch is? And he lifts it up, and Andrew's like, no. And Ben's like, uh, uncultured, <laughs> kind of says that under his breath. And Andrew's like, Andrew, do not smack this kid in the face. I know, I, Andrew, I know you want to do it. I know you want to give him a, big, a clean sock in the face, but just, you just can't do it, man. Just can't do it. And Ben's like, yeah, man, that's crazy. You don't know what this is. <laughs> Anyways, this one is the most expensive one so far. You want to look at it? You want to touch it? Andrew's like, I guess. And Ben's like, false. You do not want to touch it. Wrong. <laughs> if you touch it, the value would, sh- it would just fall apart. The value would just go down to zero if you touched it. And Andrew then says, well, I mean, you're touching it right now. And Ben's like, yeah, it doesn't matter if I touch it. But if you touch it, the value goes to zero. And Andrew's like, Andrew. Don't punch this kid in the face. Whatever you do, I know you want to. I know you got a clean shot right now to just sock him in the face, but don't do it, Andrew. Don't do it. Do it for me, buddy. Do it for me. You don't want to lose. You don't want to make this kid buy another car with your money that's going to be taken from your mother. Don't punch him in the face. He's got fancy lawyers. 
Real quick, if you made it this far into the video, comment spoil down below. I just want to see how many people made it this far, and I want to see the names and faces of the people who do. I'll try and heart a bunch of comments that's, that say the secret word of the day. Don't take it personally if I don't get to your comment. And if you want to support the channel even more than you already have by making it this far, which thank you, watch time is super important. If you can go ahead and binge watch these videos, meaning sit down and watch like two, three, four plus even more videos in one sitting, if you do that, go in the comment section and comment down below either how many videos you're wa you've watched or what you're doing while you're watching them, such as like playing video games, trying to go to sleep, or if you're like putting on a playlist in the background or something, whatever you're doing, let me know. And so I can heart it, say thank you, and also shout out someone like this person on screen right now, shouting out people who tell me how they're supporting in videos. Anyways, let's get right back to it. So this point, right, Andrew... Is this like, Andrew, man, please, you gotta hold it together for your mother, your beautiful mother. Don't punch him in the face for your beautiful mother, man. And anyways, you know, he's saved by the bell because he hears this kind of ding noise and Ben's like, ah, oh, whatever. And, you know, Andrew's like, dude, what was that bell noise? He's like, that just means dinner's ready or probably not having dinner, probably just our, you know, our entrees or whatever. And then Andrew's like, what? Because Andrew's just like, used to his mom being like, dinner he walks down it's like mac and cheese and he's done so they walk down there right and they see andrew and ben's mom already sitting at the table and they sit down and this like guy comes out and that's when andrew realizes that they have a freaking personal chef bro that is the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard and he comes out he's like today we will be having beef wellington and bro i swear to God, dude i don't know about you but I, this, the, this the food name Beef Wellington makes me think of like, oh, wow, yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, of course, of all the meals they're going to be having, it would have either been like gold-leafed sirloin steak or it would have been freaking Beef Wellington. And literally, when the guy says Beef Wellington, Ben goes, oh, I had that last week. And Andrew's, Andrew's mom and Andrew just make eye contact. And she kind of looks at him and gives him a look of like, chill, chill, Andrew. Andrew's like, my fist belongs on his face. Oh, my God. Anyways, though, um, so they sit down and they start eating it. And it's so freaking good. It is so good, at least according to Andrew, right? Andrew's just devouring it. He's like, oh, my God, where can we get some beef Wellington at home? But uh, Ben looks at it and kind of goes, goes, takes a little sniff of it and, like, cuts a little bit, puts it in his mouth. He goes, this is worse than last week's. And the personal chef comes around and be like, sir, how can I fix this for you? And Andrew is starting to get really angry. He's like, this kid is literally the worst person on planet Earth. But anyways, I mean, there's only so much you can do at that point. It, it, there really isn't that much you can do. And Andrew's like, if I punch him in the face, it's going to be really bad. He's got fancy lawyers. And, you know, Ben's like, whatever, I'll starve. And the, the chef's like, no, no, please, let me, let, let, let me get you something. And Ben's like, no. You had one shot, one opportunity, you blew it. And so the chef took it away. Andrew finishes it. And Andrew actually, like, like stops the chef and says, hey, I'll take that. And the chef's like, all right. So the chef gives him, like, Ben doesn't see it, but Andrew takes Ben's plate with, like, one bite into it and just immediately devours it as well. And eventually, right, in between that and, like, their dessert, uh, you know, Ben's mom is like, so... I'm so excited that you two got are getting along. That's so nice. You know, how about, Ben, how about we go around, we talk about, like, our highs and our lows. Let's do rose and thorn. Tell me what was a good thing. That's the rose. And tell me what is a bad thing. That's the thorn. 
Ben, do you want to go first? And Ben's like, fine. I guess the rose was the fact that I get to go to bed every night. Sleeping is so cool. But I guess my thorn is... My thorn's actually a lot of things. Let me, let me, ta- let me, let me take a second. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I know exactly what my thorn is. You know that new kid, that stupid kid, Mom? And, like, Ben's mom's like, what, honey? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you know that stupid kid that you had me hang out with yesterday? He totally was not respecting my authority. He did not understand that I was this intrinsically a better person than he was. And Andrew, at this point, was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Intrinsically a better person than you are? Bro, what are you saying? And then Ben goes on to go completely mask off. And he's like, yeah, you know how, like, the whole, that kid didn't have any money. (laughs) And Ben's mom's like, Ben, I think it's time to elaborate on your rose. I think we've heard enough of your thorn. Trying to cover up the fact that her son is a complete lunatic, a maniac, freakazoid, right? And and Ben goes and goes like, well, no, let me finish my thorn. Yes, this kid, he, he didn't understand that, like, when I told him to give me a foot massage and I'd give him, like, five bucks because that'd be more money than he'd ever seen his entire life or something, he, like, totally flipped out. And then I went on to tell him that, like, we live in a society, like, the caste system. I was learning about that in history and how, like, he's the peasant and I'm the king in this society. And that, you know, the dynamics, right, the dynamics between the peasant and the king we're not really being reflected in the way that he was talking back to me, mom. <laughs> to me. <laughs> and at this point, Andrew's like, is this staring at his mom? Just staring at his mom. And Andrew's mom kind of like gives him like a kick under the table. Because like Andrew was like, bro, I got to say something, man. I got I to gotta say something, bro. Like I can't let this go on. And ben, Ben's mom is looking mortified because while she lives in a bubble, she also understands What is not polite conversation? And one could say that this was not polite conversation. You know what I mean? And Ben goes and be like, yeah, dude, this is like, it was ridiculous. It was insane. I mean, I offered him five whole American dollars for a foot massage. It was crazy. And he said no. And he got all upset or something. And, you know, I tried to like shove my foot in his face anyways. And that made him more mad. I was literally giving him a second chance to respect the kings of his society. I mean, mom, he's literally a peasant. I mean, did you did you see his did you see his whip? He's a peasant, mom. <laughs> At this point, Andrew's like, whoa, 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 whoa. "How do you not expect me to punch this guy in the face?" By the way, little disclaimer: don't punch anyone in the face, even if they deserve it. It's a bad idea. This kid, maybe. Maybe this kid. But in general, no, I don't condone violence. Off the record, maybe this kid. But anyways, back on the record. Um, And Ben is just like, <laughs> anyways, right? So, Andrew, what was your Rosenthal? Actually, I don't really care. Mom, this game sucks. What's the next, next thing we can talk about? And Ben's mom is, like, mortified once again. And ben, Ben's mom's, like, turns to Andrew and Andrew's mom's like, isn't Ben so funny? <laughs> He's like... A comedian or something. <laughs> he's, he's really funny. <laughs> and Andrew's mom's like, aha, yeah. And Ben then goes on, completely destroys whatever his mom was trying to do. And he's like, what do you mean I'm funny, mom? None of that was a joke. You know that. You know what we talk about behind the scenes. Do they not know, like, what this is? And Andrew's mom's like, what do you mean what this is? And, you know, Ben's like, well, I mean, 
you know, the whole society thing, like, you guys are lesser than us. We just wanted to, like, I don't know, it, it just looks good. Like, it's, it's like a charity thing when we hang out with the lessers. And Andrew turns to his mom and says, he's like, quote, he's like, dude, he just called us the lessers. And Andrew's mom's like, shut up, Andrew, give me a second. Andrew's mom's like, what? And Ben's mom looks at Ben and is like, shut up, Ben, shut up, Ben. And Ben's like, what? I'm just saying it how it is. I'm just being real, mom. What's that whole thing about like being real and always being honest with each other? Well, I'm always being honest with everyone. And he looks at Andrew and his mom and he's like, yeah, you know what? You guys are our charity case. You're cha- We're trying to find a new charity case, right? We're trying to find a new charity case. And when I saw your car roll in, I knew for a fact that you were a perfect charity case. And Andrew's mom looks at her, looks at her watch. It's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. We have a thing at 6.48. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. We're so late right now. We have a thing at 6, 6.48. Yeah, it's 6.48 at night on that moment. I'm so sorry. We got to go. Andrew's mom picks up Andrew. Andrew in his head's like, yes, yes, escape. And they walk out, and Ben's mom, I hope to see you. Oh, I'm so sorry you had to cut this short. Also, Ben is being so funny today. Gives him a punch, and he's like, Ow, Mom, why'd you punch me? And he's, she's like, Oh, he's so funny. I hope to see you guys soon. And Andrew's mom turns around and is like, Yes, goodbye now. And they both walk out. They get into the car, and Andrew's like, um, Do you think that if we stayed there long enough that they were going to, like, I don't know, put us in camouflage and then try and hunt us or something? Like, bro, that was insane. And Andrew's mom's like, you know what? I've never met anyone in my life like that. And we will not be seeing Ben again. And Andrew, you better stay away from Ben. Andrew's like, well, yeah, because if I was near him again, he'd be punched in the face. Andrew's mom's like, don't punch anyone in the face. How's it going, everyone? Uh, Today we got a story time of probably one of the most spoiled kids ever getting destroyed by his college professor. It is probably one of the greatest stories I've ever told in the channel, so sit back, relax, uh, subscribe if you like stories, and let's get right into it. So we're going to call the subscriber who sent in this story Isaiah. By the way, Isaiah sent this into my Instagram. Link's in the description. Uh, So anyways, this was Isaiah's first year of college, and first year of college is scary, man. Isaiah was kind of like, you know, he had his classes, he just moved into the dorm. You know, he was, you know, he was getting nervous about it, but, you know, he was, he was heading off to his first class. He gets there. He sits down. This is an English class, by the way. He's looking around at all of his classmates, kind of just seeing who's going to be, like, the people who he's going to be spending the rest of the semester with. He's, I don't know, it's a nervous situation, but the English teacher starts off, you know, pretty nice, pretty calm. He said, all right, guys, go around, introduce yourself, say, like, I don't know, a fun fact or something, which I always hate that because I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't want to say I have a YouTube channel, but I don't know what else is fun about me. I have a dog? I don't know, dude. But sure enough, they go around and Isaiah's like, hi, my name is Isaiah. I'm, I don't know, 18 years old. I'm from, let's say, Nevada. I don't know, man. And then he says a fun fact. He says, I don't know, I can juggle or something like that. And they go around and eventually it gets to this kid. And we're just going to call him the spoiled kid because... My brain is still a little goofy right now, so I don't think I can hold that many names in my in, in my head. So we're just going to call him the Spoiled Kid. And once it comes around to the Spoiled Kid, he's like, Hello, my name is Spoiled Kid. Obviously, he doesn't say, My name is Spoiled Kid. But you know what I mean. He says his actual name. He's like, Hello, my name is Spoiled Kid. And a fun fact about me is my, like, my dad has partial ownership. And then he says some kind of sports team. 
Obviously, I don't want to say the sports team. It wasn't anything like a crazy sports team. It wasn't like the the New York, the New York Jets or anything like that. But it was like still a sports team. And I obviously don't want to say anything, so I don't want to give them away or anything. But bro, everyone in the class was kind of looking around, kind of just like, uh, this kid just say that like his dad has ownership in a sports team. Like he's basically saying, "Yo, my dad has the big bucks, bro." That's basically what he just said, dude. So anyways, right away, Isaiah kind of knows that this kid's going to be, the spoiled kid is going to be, you know, a little interesting, and that this school year is going to be definitely kind of interesting. So fast forward a couple weeks, and Isaiah's actually doing really well. He's found a good group of friends that happen to be on his hall, and life's pretty good. His classes are pretty decent, and the spoiled kid hasn't done anything crazy in his English class. Yeah, he's a little snotty. Yeah, he's a little stuck up. Yes, he wants everyone to see his Yeezys all the time, but whatever, man, like, fine. He can deal with that. However, things start to get really, really crazy when it is about, I'd say, like, two weeks into the school year, and the English teacher has a very kind of a light assignment, kind of just wanted to get them warmed up for the year. He's like, all right, guys, so here's our first assignment. I'm going to ask you guys to write a one-page paper on literally anything you want. It, it Like, literally, write whatever you want. You'll be graded kind of on how well, you know, it's written, as well as kind of just the whole presentation in general. Oh, yeah, by the way, you'll be presenting it in front of everyone. So this is a very, very important detail. Because if the spoiled kid wrote about what he wrote about and no one else heard about it, well, you guys probably wouldn't have been hearing the story. But you're hearing the story because part of the assignment is that you have to read this thing aloud to everyone. Public speaking is scary, but this English class was kind of focused on... It was a public speaking English class. So of course, right, like at the end of the day, man, you're going to have to do some public speaking in a public speaking English class. I mean, hey, that's just what you signed up for. So anyways, Isaiah's kind of excited because Isaiah is really into guitars. He's really into, uh, I don't know, uh, just like the history of guitars, playing guitars, music. Real, He was just really obsessed with it. And this was kind of an opportunity for him to, I don't know, for him to shine in a sense and kind of show off a bit of his personality to everyone else in the class. So sure enough, right, Isaiah goes back and within a couple days, he's finished up his paper. He's like, it's a one page paper. It's really not a big deal. And he's written it about like, he just has the history of guitars, like the first one that was ever made. And I don't know if it's made like the middle ages or the original guitar. And it's like important throughout history. And, you know, he practiced, Isaiah practices this paper a few times in front of his friends, yada, yada, whatever, they get to class. And I'm just going to skip ahead to the good part. So Isaiah goes, totally fine. He kills it, right? You know, everyone kind of claps. And I think someone afterwards like says, hey, I, you know, I'm, I do want to join our band. Like, I don't know if you're into guitars. And obviously, you know, Isaiah's pretty good at the guitar. I mean, thinks about it all the time or whatever. So yes, he joins the band. But this is not a story about, you know, the college group of kids starting a band. This is a story about a spoiled kid getting destroyed by his teacher. And I shall provide. Because sure enough, the spoiled kid, remember, this is the same kid who on the first day, his fun fact was his, like his dad owned a large part in a sports team. Like, bro, is that really your fun fact, dude? But anyways, you know, the spoiled kid goes up and he starts to read out his presentation. He's like, ahem, ahem, everyone, pay attention. And he gets up there and everyone's looking up and the teacher's looking up with, you know, this look of like, ah, what could be ahead of us? Only clear skies. False. Because... Just, oh my god, dude, I can only imagine this happened in my college. But basically, right, the spoiled kid went up there and was like, So today, I'm writing about something of great interest to me, and that is my daddy's wealth. 
And everyone's like, bro, what did you do? Like, what did you just say, dude? Like, there's no chance that this kid was just like, uh, today I'm going to be talking about my father's money. But he legitimately was like, oh, I'm going to be talking about something I'm interested in. He dude probably sat down and was like, oh, what am I interested in? Hmm. Uh, status. Uh, wealth. Um, what else? Oh, prestige. Uh, prestige is definitely something I'm interested in. And he goes on to talk about like a little history about how his daddy made all of his money. <laughs> and just, <laughs> my brain really is falling apart, dude. Oh, my God. And then he goes on to give, like, exact dollar amounts, and it was something like his dad's net... He was, like, given, like, a net worth calculation. He's like, so if you add up all of the rare art assets, the uh, the rare fish assets... I'm just kidding. Uh, the house, the stocks, the equities. Uh, if you have the land that we unfairly got from, like, Venezuela or something, if you add up all of those, our net worth is probably around $45 million dollars. And he was like, so this, and he finishes up by saying, I hope you guys enjoyed my writing. And the other thing that I need to point out is this writing was terrible. Like it wasn't even like, it was like third grade level in like grammar and writing. Like it was really, really bad. And the thing is, right, the teacher isn't about to fail a kid um, because he doesn't like him. But at the end of the day, if you're, it, it is, it's still a writing class, bro. If your writing sucks in a writing class, I hate to say it, man, but you're gonna get a low mark. And so this is where things get really, really interesting. Interesting, I, I can't speak. Uh, real quick, the secret word of the day is spoiled. So if you made it this far into the video, comment spoiled. I don't know if I'll be hard in comments today or not, but I will try to at least. So comment down below spoiled if you made it this far into the video. And also, I just wanna say thank you guys for giving me the time to take a break over the last couple days. It isn't exactly what you think, but it was, it was a pretty scary couple days. I think I'm doing much better now and I'm getting back into it. But I just want to say that the only reason why the channel is doing so well is because you guys went back and binge watched a bunch of old videos. So if you guys are watching old videos, please tell me in the comment section down below, I binge watched videos or I'm on number three, right? Or number 20 or whatever. And I'll try and heart your comment and say thank you. Because the reason why the channel is doing so crazy right now is because you guys are binge watching a bunch of videos. I'm just gonna get back to the story. I just wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for that. Anyways, right, by the end of the presentation, the entire class is like completely shocked. Isaiah's shocked, the teacher has a shocked look on his face, the rest of the class is just like, oh my God, like, did that kid literally just sit down and just like read out a presentation about how rich his dad was and literally break down his net worth to like individual stocks and real estate holdings? Like that's the most goofiest thing I've ever heard. So the spoiled kid sits down and kind of looks like he kind of has this face of like, oh yeah, I just killed it guys. Like I'm gonna get an A plus, triple plus on this one. Oh, uh, like obviously it's not, but getting to that in a second. So anyways, let's just skip ahead like one day later because it only takes about a day for the teacher to give back the grades because the grades are literally just 50% how was your speaking component and 50% how well was it actually written like grammar wise. And the teacher before handing back the grades said, hi guys, like, hi guys, like thank you so much for your work. Like I, I could see how hard you guys, like how much work you put into it yesterday. I really, really do appreciate it. Uh, by the way, I will not grade on the subject matter. I'm literally just grading on your grammar slash writing ability and then also your speaking, speaking ability. This is a very small assignment. So if you don't receive the grade you want, this is just to show you where you kind of stand in the class now 
And trust me, I'm look like you guys are all going to improve. And I actually expect all you guys to at least leave the class with a B plus, A minus at a minimum by the end of the semester. So don't be discouraged if the grade's a little lower than you think. So whatever, right? If you get a low grade on this assignment, it's a small, it's a small assignment, one would think. So the teacher starts walking around the class and starts handing out the grades back. And Isaiah gets a A minus on his, on his paper. And he's super excited. He's like, that's great. That's a great way to start the year. And the teacher hands back the paper to the spoiled kid. And the spoiled kid picks up the piece of paper and you could just see a look of rage on his face a look of absolute like turmoil and just anger, whatever. And while it wasn't really uh, like announced what the grade was in the beginning, because like who really knows, uh, Isaiah figured out kind of later on the line, the spoiled kid got a C plus, which like sure a C plus might not be like the greatest thing ever. And for a lot of people, however, it's not a bad grade. And also it's a very small assignment in the beginning of the year. And the teacher said, it's going to get better. Your grade's gonna get better. Don't even sweat it. But the spoiled kid, when he re receives his paper, he starts getting really, really, really mad. And he stands up in front of everyone. And the whole class, who is just kind of like preparing to get, like getting ready to go into the next part of the assignment, uh, they're putting their grades away back into their book bags or whatever. They all turn to look at the spoiled kid because out of the blue, the spoiled kid just shoots up and he's like, teacher, teacher. And the teacher's like, yes, spoiled kid. Uh, obviously doesn't say spoil kid, but you know what I mean. You, you guys know by this point what I mean when I say that. And the spoiled kid's like, you're discriminating against me because of my status. And everyone just once again, they thought that this kid, this kid couldn't go even more crazy, right? But bro, they're just like, no way this kid just said that he got a bad grade because he's being discriminated against because he's too rich or something. And the teacher's like, uh, like, that's nonsense. Like, I graded you on your performance, which was pretty good, but on the writing side, it just wasn't that good. Like, trust me, you're going to improve a ton throughout the year. Don't even worry about it. Which, shout out for, to the teacher for not, like, getting super angry because like I would be pretty upset like if I was a teacher I don't think I'd be ha I don't think I'd have the same cool as this teacher because like the kid literally said you're discriminating me against me because I'm rich but whatever right and the and, and the student's like no like you won't hear like this isn't the end of this I will not let such discrimination against me because of my wealth status like I will not let this stand and the spoiled kid grabs his backpack kind of like shoots up his head shoots up the back of his spine it says good day, sir, and storms out of the class. And everyone sitting in the class right now just slack-jawed, their mouths are gaping open. They're just like, huh, what, what, huh? And the teacher didn't really know where to go from there. So the teacher kind of jokingly said, well, that was not what I had in the lesson book. And everyone kind of burst into laughter because it was pretty awkward. So he broke the, the awkward silence pretty well. And then the teacher's like, all right, you know what? We're just going to keep moving on. We're just going to keep going. Uh, let's talk about, let's talk about public speaking. Let's talk about some practice, some tips and practices to make it easier for you guys who are struggling with it. And they kind of go on with the day. And Isaiah during the entire class is just thinking to himself, oh my God. Isaiah, though, kind of thinks that the craziness in that class is going to be done, that they're going to be, like, totally set at that point. However, right, uh, before the class is over, about five minutes before the class ends, the door slams open, like it just shoots open, and the spoiled kid walks in all proud, and the teacher's like, oh, have you cooled off? And the spoiled kid, who's just walked in, just, like, completely slammed himself back into the room, has this smug look on his face. 
And the teacher's like, uh, hello, question mark. And the spoiled kid's like, I just reported you to the office for discrimination because I'm rich. He said, see you in court, which, like, uh, he reported him to, like, the administration. Um, I don't think that's going to get you in court, bro. I hate to break it to you, but I'm pretty sure if you report someone for, I don't know, like, hating you because you have a lot of money, you're not going to, like, go to court. Oh, this is going before the Supreme Court, guys. Trust me. So anyways, right, Isaiah is just sitting there, and he's just like, oh, my God. Like, this kid was legit. Because everyone kind of just thought this kid was, like, knew that obviously he was not being discriminated against because he had a ton of money and that he was just being ridiculous and that he was just, like, running away because he had an anger problem or something. But no, like, legit, he went and reported him. So the, the teacher was like, oh, okay, well, fine. If you want to play it that way, then we'll play it that way. This spoiled kid's like, yeah, get wrecked, bro. Oh, and then he just kind of, like, runs out of the classroom. And everyone is just like... What just whoa, 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 what just happened there? And the teacher once again says, well, that was also not on the lesson plan. So anyways, the next day comes around, and Isaiah, like, whatever's happening in the class, Isaiah's not even thinking about it because he's just so caught up in the drama that's been going on between the teacher and the spoiled kid. And Isaiah's been, like, telling everyone and his, like, all of his new friends and everyone in his dorm just about everything that's been going on. And every day they come back saying, oh, do you have any updates? Do you have any updates? So obviously last night when he came back with the updates about how the spoiled kid threatened to sue the guy, they were like, oh, my God, this is actually more entertaining than anything on Netflix right now. But anyways, right, the next day in class, Isaiah's, you know, he walks in, he's like, all right, what episode of Spoiled Kid versus Teacher will it be today? And, and he kind of doesn't expect the Spoiled Kid to come in, right? Uh, but sure enough, the Spoiled Kid comes in the class, and he walks in with his, like, chest all puffed out, coming in all proud, like, Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. like, I'm the man, I'm that guy, like, you all better fear me or you're getting, uh, I don't know, sued for discrimination because I'm rich as well. Oh, whatever, right? Uh, but sure enough, the teacher's like, oh, spoiled kid, you decided to come. Uh, I just thought that, you know, we would settle this once and for all and in front of everyone. So basically, right, the teacher has had enough of the spoiled kid's antics and decides to drop the equivalent of a nuke on him. So sure enough, right, the administration walks into class a couple minutes after the teacher sends an email or a text or some kind of message, right? So the teacher wasn't sure if the spoiled kid was going to come into class, but he had more or less arranged with the administration for them to come in and handle this if the spoiled kid was to come into class, kind of to like show off as a spectacle and to make sure that people don't file false, <laughs> false stuff with the administration because they hate having their time wasted. So anyways, right, the administration comes into class and the spoiled kid's like, yes, Yes, they're going to take you away. Ha ha ha. I know that they're in here right now to drag you out of here. He looks at the rest of the class. He's like, you're welcome, guys. I read it. You have this demon who hates you if you have money. And everyone is just like, oh, my God, this kid's delusional, bro. And so sure enough, right, the administration is like, ahem, today we'll be talking about the case of spoiled kid versus, you know, uh, teacher said the actual names or whatever. And they're like, you know, after doing a thorough investigation, we found that there are no signs of any form of discrimination. The teacher obviously was, you know, grading off of the, uh, you know, the poor, poor grammar and failure to construct proper sentences of the spoiled kid. And Isaiah looks over and sees the spoiled kid's face like completely fall apart. He's like, what? 
no, yeah, right, but whatever. And, you know, the administration goes on to say, like, the spoiled kid will receive, like, X kind of punishment. I don't know exactly what punishment. It was pretty light, but he still received some kind of punishment for wasting the administration's time. That is all. And they got up and they left and the class was completely silent. And the teacher's like, all right, guys, I just thought that that was important just to have out there. I thought it was a good idea to just have you guys all see that. But anyways, let's get, to, let's get back to what's important. Let's talk about grammar, sentence structure, and how to have really good writing. And the teacher just goes on the cl with the class like nothing just happened. And everyone's kind of dazed. Everyone's kind of out of it because of the crazy thing that just happened. But the teacher's like, you know what? We're just going on with class as if nothing happened. Yeah, but sure enough, uh, soon after, literally the day of, the spoiled kid ended up dropping that English class. And he still had enough credits uh, to stay in the school or stay in the college and was able to drop it. But yeah, uh, the next day Isaiah walked in, the spoiled kid was gone. And unfortunately, his doormates were very sad because he had to come back and say, guys, I'm sorry, the spoiled kid has dropped out. There will be no more crazy stories. And they're like, no, now I have to go back to Netflix. Click on the video no. on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it, do it.